0: Everyone, uh, welcome back. And uh it's David She here. Uh I am to I'm here to give you a quick update on the September uh finance and uh lending side of things, uh, just to give everyone a bit of update on that. Um, as a lot of people have been asking me, what's been happening around the lending environments. Um, so I thought um, we'll do a quick segment in terms of just a monthly update on uh what I'm seeing and uh, what the property investors Uh, should be aware of in terms of the changes that could impact you okay so first of all let's do a quick market segment uh, update and in terms of the the sentiment um as we all know that uh, september is the third month in which rba has now paused the rate hike so uh at the moment the market is starting to bounce back in terms of the buyer interest uh, at the moment and also Due to the fixed rate roll off, we're seeing a lot more stock that's coming up uh, as well at the moment. I believe it's about uh, 10 to 20%. Uh, year on year at the moment, so there's definitely a lot more investors at the moment that's currently in the process of sell off due to their ultra low fixed rate has now expired and rolling off onto a six point something percent uh, investment PI or interest only rate, which means you know the cash flow is now very very negative. Um, so on that basis, that's why uh, I think we're seeing a lot of investors started to sell off, in particular Sydney and Melbourne market segments. Okay, so. Um, that's definitely what's currently happening. But having said that, uh, you know, we're not seeing any softening at the moment in terms of the property prices. I mean, the, the, there's definitely a lot more stock available at the moment um, and it's started to get absorbed um, as well. So uh, I think it just depends on which market you're looking at uh, right now. In a few months' time, we might start to see a bit more softening in terms of the prices, uh, but uh, you know we're still early days at the moment. Um, So that's the market sentiment at the moment. Now, uh, also talk a bit about the lending conditions um, as well. So uh, most lenders at the moment still abide to the 3% assessment rate buffer. Now, what does that mean? Basically, what that means is if you're looking at purchasing or refinancing, then the bank is actually going to assess you on the interest rate that you're going to get plus 3% on top of that. So that's a example for example, your own Occupy are looking to purchase your first home and uh, the bank is giving you 6% interest rate uh, on an owner of p and uh, And what that means is for your borrowing capacity, they will assess it at 6% plus 3% or 9% in terms of your ability to be able to repay the loan. As you can see, that is a very, very high figure. Um, you know, we are probably at the peak of the current cycle, if not already at the peak of the current interest rate cycle. So using another 3% on top, to me personally, doesn't actually make much sense. But anyway, it is what the APRA or the Prudential Regulator has been instructing the banks or the ADIs to abide to. So unfortunately, they have to stick with this. Um, So, so far, that's putting a lot of dent on borrowing capacity. You know, there's still a lot of inquiries in terms of people wanting to buy. However, when they did the servicing check or the borrowing capacity check with me, unfortunately, it's not a favorable result for them. Okay, so purchases still struggling a lot at the moment in terms of the borrowing capacity. Um, they are non-banks, however, which has started to loosen up on that. So non-banks are not abiding by the 3% Buffer. They don't have to. So a lot of them has reduced to two percent. Some even to one percent for purchases. Okay. So just a very minority of those. So um, a two percent, uh, a two percent reduction in terms of the assessment buffer could give you anywhere between a ten to fifteen percent borrowing capacity boost. So on that basis, you know that would actually help those people who wants to be able to purchase a property an extra bit of our leg room to be able to allow them to push a little bit higher. On that so if you're someone who is looking to be able to continue grow your portfolio today then uh, chances are you may have to look at using a non-bank in order to further accumulate your portfolio at this stage on the refinance market however uh, as we all know like a lot of lenders have now Pushed through with the 1% assessment rate buffer. So, uh, you know, this includes pretty much all the major banks at the moment, um, as well as, uh, you know, some some non majors like uh, Bankwest, for example. Um, So these lenders are now able to allow people, or what we call those mortgage prisoners. So people who have rolled off fixed rate, you know, at a 2%, for example, and now rolled off to maybe a 7% or something. If the existing bank is not willing to give them further reduction on the owner-occupier rates or investor rates, then they are basically locked in, if that's what they call mortgage prisoners, on that. So the 1% buffer is primarily to help those mortgage prisoners to be able to refinance to a more competitive interest rate. Um, And that's why most of the 1% refinance buffer are designed to refinance. To a principal and interest repayment okay so on that basis uh, that's why it is uh, very very challenging for anyone who want to be able to use the one percent buffer and refinance to interest only um, especially for investor clients you know for example if you're on a pepper or liberty sometimes it can be very very challenging to still refinance out of those institutions and back into the majors or non-majors in that sense. So unfortunately not much good news there, but I guess, you know, uh, as more and more lenders started to loosen up and the more and more lenders start to look for ways to be able to improve borrowing capacity, obviously within the realms of the APRA uh, regulators uh, realms, then, um, you know, we might see a bit more loosening coming up in the next few months. So far, uh, you know, even the non-banks at the moment is allowing two percent refinance buffer. Um, you know, some of them even allowing one percent as well. So, um, you know, it might be worthwhile reviewing it and then see where you're standing at, um, just to get another opinion to see where you stand and how you could further improve on that. Especially when we all know right now interest rate is very very high, so cash flow is definitely taking a hit. So any gains that you can have, that is definitely going to help you. Okay, so that's the quick update on the lending conditions. Um, also worth noting, uh, in the last few weeks, what we're seeing now is the major bank has started to drop the fixed rates. And we're talking about one to two years or even three years. Um, you know, we're seeing, I think, last couple of weeks, Westpac and, and NAB has already came out, reducing the two to three years uh, fixed rate by maybe around the 02 to 0.3%. Um, and the ANZ has also announced earlier this week or late last week that they are also reducing their fixed rate for two to three years, etc. as well. So it's all by about 0.2, 0.3%. So we're not talking about a significant drop and the two to three years fixed rate are still hovering at the moment, still higher than their usual variable rate count offers, but we're not talking about too much differences now. Now, what does that mean? Generally speaking, the fixed rate indication is what the bank thinks that you know in two to three years time where the rate that where where they think the rate would be at that point in time so let's say for example you know in two years time the fixed rate is at six percent whereas uh beforehand um it was a 6.3 percent then what that means is they actually think that in two to three years time the interest rate is going to drop um essentially okay so um there could be some reductions in the next two to three years so basically they're being a bit more optimistic in terms of into you know the, the the short to midterm to the two to three years type of time frame um in that sense and would allow people uh i guess to um to consider you know if you want certainty then obviously fixed rate is still a good option at the moment um but most of, I mean, most of my clients at the moment, are kind of more prefer to stick on variable just because of that future potential decreases. And we don't know what that, and how quickly that uh, cash rate decrease could be in 2024 or even 2025. So, um but I thought that was interesting to see that now uh, you know, the, the anticipation is starting to come down in terms of dropping the fixed rate, which means um, you know, we might be at the peak of the rates already, and uh, there will be a bit more leg like, room to move hopefully in the next year or two on the interest rate reductions. So that's pretty much all I want to cover today. So thank you for tuning in. And uh, as always, if you uh, like to hear anything, or if you've got any questions about what I covered today, feel free to reach out uh, or, or just basically comment below. Um, and um, I will address them as I can. Have a wonderful week, guys. Chat to you next time.